0: All right. Okay. Hello. This is JJ from the Just Walk Podcast, and as you can see, I am possibly a bit more energized than I usually be, especially on a Monday because I do work, and there's a good reason for that. I am on fire for the Lord tonight. You know, if you came here because of the Instagram post, the real, um, that's great on you, honestly. Um, but if you came because I told you about this. Um, and Winter Retreat, you know who I am. Man, that is even it's even a bit more amazing, honestly, because I absolutely love telling people about this podcast. I love t- telling people the story behind this podcast, what this podcast means to me. And honestly, today, I'm sorry, man, I don't have a script. It's just been a rough two, three weeks. And it's just... The reason why I'm starting this <sighs> again... Is because someone prayed over me and he just said to me, do not let this go to waste. I have a story to tell and I am on fire for God and I'm not going to let it go to waste. I can't let it go to waste because man, if I bring one person to Christ, if I am over here bringing people to Christ, then it's all going to be worth it in the end. matter what, doesn't matter how I'm feeling. Because, man, the Lord doesn't take a break, the devil doesn't take a break, so I shouldn't take a break. This, man, this is the best thing that kind of has happened to me. I'm still adjusting my mic while I am doing this. Like, I promise you, I promise you, I love this. Like, this just gets me closer to the Lord. This gets me to say what I want to say. Sometimes, whenever I'm at work... I put on my podcast and I just listen to what I have to say and I'm just like oh I didn't think about it. I I take my own advice more than I think I probably should because it is my own vices coming out of my mouth sometimes it is easier to hear what you're doing wrong instead of you know knowing what you're doing wrong I don't even know what this episode is gonna be called yo um I'll look around Bible I'll be back and I will make sure I will make a deep dive for this because man this is fire this is how I'm feeling and I'm going to I feel like this is gonna be a really good episode you know when you have those moments that you're kind of like I don't know I don't know maybe like I didn't do this before I'm having that moment right now I wanted to do a deep dive on Zephaniah. this is the one i read in a what retreat i read the whole Zephaniah. it's three chapters why am i gonna exalt you know what i'm gonna exalt that because man it is nice just to read the bible i gotta get up i gotta exalt myself for just reading my bible every single day because it's the constants that get boring and it's the constants that get lost we don't want that and it's just gonna be if you're reading your Bible every single day man it is amazing you are doing great I promise you this is going to go up in the stone tablet of heaven I'm sorry I am a tired and also be I'm <laughs> my mind's a million miles a minute Okay, 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 well, okay, let's start. <laughs> oh my, that's a lot of bleeding, okay. Habakkuk. Hab- Habakkuk. Either way, the prophecy that Habakkuk the prophet received. How long, Lord, must I call for help, but you do not listen? Or cry out to you violence, but you do not save? Let's start out with that one. How long, Lord, must I call for help, but you do not listen? I know in my life, I don't know about yours, maybe about yours. I was at a point in my life where I looked up to the heavens and I'm like, Lord, I'm done. I'm done asking for forgiveness because it's not going to work. Every single time I ask for forgiveness, it keeps on coming back. I'm sorry for doing this to you, Lord. I truly am. I don't want you to be hurt no more. I don't want you to worry about me and my sins no more, Lord. Please, Lord, I am sorry. Until I see the sin go away for good, I'm not going to ask for help. I'm not going to ask for forgiveness. Oh man, that was terrible words to say. Because the Lord wants you to ask for forgiveness. The Lord needs you to ask for forgiveness, cause every single time you forget, like He asks for forgiveness, it is showing you each and every single time that that is a bad thing to do. And if you keep on finding yourself going back to that, go into deep dive two. I believe. Where's my phone? Uh, I believe it's Deep Dive 2, where I go into Acts chapter 3 and, you know, pull out the story about the lame man, where I say there's red herring sins and then there's main sins. You gotta find the red herring sins and see what it's connected to to destroy the main sin. That's what you gotta do and like instead of saying to god yo i'm sorry for keep on asking for forgiveness here and there you gotta say to god yo i'm sorry because that one i sorry will open your mind to saying that is wrong but i keep on going to it what's happening and whenever you ask that question Those two powerful words, what's happening, that will give you insight onto things you would not truly see unless you ask for forgiveness of that red herring sin. That is important. Forgiveness is important. Let's see the second part of that verse. Uh, Cry out to you, say to you, violent, but you do not save. I was thinking, oh, vengeance. But no, that's not exactly, uh, maybe, on uh, no, no, uh, violent, but you do not save. Oh, oh, okay. Lord sees you in adversity. That is a full known fact that the Lord sees you in your pain. The Lord sees you in your tallest mountains. He also sees you in your lowest valleys. And you cry out to the Lord saying, Lord, help me. There is violence among me. There is adversity among me. And he does not help you. And we instantly go back on him saying, Lord, why don't you help me? You're here for me every single day in my life, but you can't help me here? What are you? Like, are you even there? It is funny we keep on failing on ourselves and we can sit here and say oh that's just life i'll do better next time but the lord fails on us once and we instantly go to the are you there card let me say that again we fail on each other and we expect forgiveness and say oh i'm sorry man oh um man I'm sorry, I'm a bit lightheaded now. Or we can say, "Oh, I'll try better next time," and then we get forgiveness from that. But the Lord fails us on us one time. He doesn't even fail on us. He will never fail. But we perceive it as failure. Then we instantly go to the blame card. Lord, you were not with me. How can I trust you, Lord? Let's continue. Why do you make me look at injustice? Why do you tolerate wrongdoing? Destruction and violence are before me. There is strife and conflict abound. (sighs) He's talking about the test of the Lord. We see each and every single test the Lord gives us, and then we feel like, ah, it's too tough. Oh, I can't deal with it. Why are you giving me your hardest battles? Because he believes you're going to be the strongest warrior. You ask the Lord, why are you giving me your hardest battles? Because he wants to make you his strongest warrior. (sighs) I can't emphasize that enough. You, the harder battle you're being hit by, the stronger the warrior you are. You are on fire for God if he is refining you by fire. He sees something in you and I would absolutely take that as a medal if I am going through fire. Like, Lord, you are trusting me with this hard battle. You are trusting me to keep your, my eyes on your face throughout this adversity. Lord, I'm trusting you with this. And you, I'm trusting you will make me stronger in this. Whenever I started praying for people, whenever I was uh, starting out with being a Christian, I said to them, Lord, whatever storm they are going to, I pray it does not break them down I pray it rebuilds them I pray it will build them stronger than they are now Lord and I should start doing that more I should start adding that in my prayers more because man it's a strong prayer (sighs) let's continue oh man we're on the second one and I'm already at 10 minutes therefore the law is paralyzed justice never prevails. The wicked, him and the righteous, so that justice is perverted." <sighs> we always see the wicked get something good, but here's the most important topic to remember. What gains does the wicked have? Only gains on earth. What gains? does a follower in christ have what gains does one have he was gift the holy spirit he has gains in heaven and man you're gonna be much richer there than on earth where we look at adversity we look at exhaustion of earthly people doing earthly things in their earthly delight and then we just look at that we just focus on that We say to the Lord, how can He bless them but not me? Because the Lord blessed you in what you need, not what you want. We think we know what we need, but we know what we want. The Lord knows what we need, and we gotta rely on that. Man, the Lord blessed me before I was a Christian. He gave me what I needed. Now, as a Christian, I'm asking him what I want, and I gotta stop doing that. I gotta say, Lord, Give me what I truly need, not what I truly want. You know what I want. And if you see it in your heart to give it to me, go right ahead. But if it's just an earthly feeling and it's just me in the flesh, do not give it to me. That's my prayer right now. I don't know if that's anyone else's prayer, but it's my prayer right now. Honestly, this may be a series with how it's going. Habakkuk? Habakkuk? Yo, bro, I don't know your name. I'm loving it. Okay. The Lord's answer. Look at the nations and watch. And be utterly amazed. For I'm gonna do something in your days that you would not believe. Even if you were told. Woo! Man the Lord's answer is always perfect you are gonna I'm gonna do something that you're not gonna believe even if you were told how many times were we told Jesus loves us whenever we were hurting whenever we were sinners and we did not believe that I know I didn't Lord knows I didn't he is basically saying to Habakkuk yo you may not see me now You may not believe I am here, but I'm going to do something that is so out of line. You're not going to believe it. That comes from me saying, do not worry about the earthly things in this world for I will punish them justly. You just got to wait. You see earthly people get earthly delights. The Lord will punish them justly in due time. That's what you got to wait for for the Lord to punish them in due time. Not when you want, not when you need in due time. The Lord's time is always perfect. Whenever we, the imperfect beings, wanna fix that. We gotta stop. We gotta be patient. We gotta be willing to be patient for the Lord to do his will in due time. my! I am raising up the Babylonians, that ruthless and impetuous people sweep across the whole earth to seize dwellings, not their own. They are feared and dreaded people. They are a law to themselves and promote their own honor. Their horses are swifter than leopards, fiercer than wolves at dusk, their gal- cavalry gra- gallops headlong. Their horsemen come from afar and fly like an eagle swooping to devour. They all come intent on violence. Their hordes advance like a desert wind, gather prisoners like sand. They mock kings and scoff at rulers. They laugh at fortified cities by building earthen, <sighs> Bloody. earthen ramps. They capture them. Then they sleep past like the wind and go on. Guilty people whose own strength is their God. Whew. Okay. It was a lot of verses. But he is saying that people find strength in their own God. He is saying these Babylonians, they mock. Mock their kings. who are supposed to be higher than any God that has ever come. They mock them. Why? He, those fiercest warriors who is supposed to look up to their king as the fiercest of them all, as supposed to look up to their king as the best? Like he described them, they're gonna wallow like sand and create a bounty. No, I know, They're gonna gallop like sand and grab their bounty like sand. Why? Because their God is who they find strength in. He is saying to Habakkuk, Yo, you know why these fierce warriors are creating a big bounty? Are being the most fierce warriors that they are? Is it because of their God? It's because of me. Not because of their kings. Not because of their families. It's because of me. And they know that. That's why they come to me. (sighs) Habakkuk's <sighs> second complaint. Okay. I want to make this clear. Job complained. And this is the perfect way to show. That no matter how. Within Christ you are. Adversity is going to come. And you're going to complain about it. But you got to complain to the right people. Job didn't start out complaining to the right people they gave up on him after a few more complaints and they're like yo this ain't worth it then Elihu came in and he's just like yo you guys failed you guys failed this follower of god your brother for what reason because you're tired how dare you then job started complaining to the right person who stuck by his side It is alright to complain about adversity. It is alright to complain that the fire is too hot. But complain it to the right person. And he will give you the right answer. Man, I didn't even get to the verse. Lord, are you not from everlasting? My God, my Holy One, you will never die. You Lord have appointed them to execute judgment. You, my rock, have ordained them to punish. Your eyes are too pure to look on evil. You cannot tolerate wrongdoing. Why then do you tolerate the treacherous? Why are you silent when the, while the wicked swallow it up? More, those more righteous than themselves. <sighs> this is a common complaint I hear from a lot of non-believers. If the Lord is there, why does bad things happen? Why does the Lord set up on his cloud mightier than everyone else and allow it to happen? He doesn't. you got to remember our sinful desires, our murderous desires, didn't come from the Lord. It came from the serpent. If Adam didn't, if Adam and Eve did not eat that apple, they would still be, we would still be in Eden. We would still be loving our neighbors. We would still be loving our brothers. But because we ate that apple, hatred, deceit, depression, anxiety, everything evil came from it. And did God stand back and watch Cain, wait, was it Cain kill Abel or Abel kill Cain? Oh, my bloody. Watch Abel kill Cain. Or is it Cain killed- Oh, my- Okay, I'm so sorry. I keep on getting them mixed up. I'm not an idiot. I promise you. Wickedness of The world, the fall. Oh, my bloody. This has taken way too long. From Adam to Noah. Noah to the flood. Cain and Abel. Uh, this is important. Uh, Cain said to the Lord, "My punishment is more than I can bear." Right now, that's for the. Oh yeah, it is Cain to Abel. Yeah, Adam made no nope. Cain, she said, "With the help of the Lord, I have brought forth man." then the lord said to Cain why are you angry why is your face downcast if you do what is right will you not be accepted but if you do not do what is right sin is crouching at your door it desires to have you but you have but you must rule over it he doesn't sit back and watch adversity happen he sits back and watches what you reap what you sow he doesn't sit back. He said to Cain, Yo, please do the right thing. Live for me. I am sorry that this is the way it has to be, but if you follow me, it will be better. He didn't sit back and watch Cain take out his anger on Abel. He tried to step in, but Cain didn't listen. This is why bad things happen. We don't listen. Because we ate that apple, we didn't eat that apple. Because our great, 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 and two great ancestors ate that apple, this happened. This is why bad things happen in the world. And we gotta understand that. Bad things happen because of the free will of man. And remember, the free will of man is to show who is for God and who is for against God. But we still have the chance, by the free will of man, free will of man and woman, to be for God. We are breathing here today. We still have air in our lungs, a heartbeat to breathe and beat for God. I am here to speak for God speak about God, and I'm gonna make sure that people know about God. I'm gonna tell you right now, if you are thinking, why does God let bad things happen? He had time to step in, but he doesn't want to put us in a full reign of dependence of like we're zombies. He wants us to choose our decisions and then reap what we sow to see how much better he is. Because if he just did whatever we needed to do, we wouldn't know he existed. But because he gave us free will and the, free, and the consciousness to show what is bad and good, then we're seeing what we're reaping and we are seeing something that isn't good. And then we turn to the Lord, for he is always good. (sighs) You have made people like like the fish in the sea, like the creatures that have no ruler. The wicked foe pulls all of them up with hooks. He catches them in his net. He gathers them up in his drought. And so he rejoices and is glad. Therefore, He sacrifices to his net and burns incense to his dragnet. For by his net he lives in luxury and enjoys the choicest food. Is he to keep on emptying his net, destroying nations without mercy? This is again the Lord will work in due time. Just be patient. Whatever you're waiting for, whatever you're praying about, Whatever you're fasting for, be patient. The Lord is with you. And he will give you your reward. And he he will give the bad people their reward in due time. And that's the Lord's promise. For he has said in Matthew 6, every single time, do not be like them, for they have received their reward in full this just shows the Lord will give your reward bad or good depending on the life choices you make but we can always turn back and praise the Lord because he is a merciful loving God and he will always be with us and never against us I think I should possibly keep on going. Because there's only three chapters in Habakkuk. Well, really? Okay. I will stand at my watch and station myself on the ramparts. I will look to see what he will say to me and what answer I'm going to give to this complaint. Just a self-explanatory. He's going to listen to for the Lord's answer. And he's going to find a way to complain. He's actively looking for a way to complain. Um, We all keep on looking actively for ways to complain. That we do not see the good. We do not take the answer in full. We do not take in the criticism in full and try to make our lives better for it. We just try to look for things to complain about it. Because it's not the answer we, we want. It's not the it wasn't focused on the um, question etc etc if it's criticism and it comes from the heart and if it's an answer and it comes from the heart it's still something to take to heart (sighs) the Lord's answer then the Lord replied write down the revelation and make it plain on tablets so that a herald may run with it for the revelation awaits an important time it speaks of the end and will not prove false. Though it linger, wait for it. It will certainly come and it will not delay. He just said, The Lord just said in due time. Just wait for it. It will not delay. It will not be late. Ugh. See, the enemy is puffed up, his desires are not upright. But the righteousness, righteous people live by his faithfulness. Indeed, wine betrays him. He is arrogant and never at rest because he is as greedy as the grave. And like death is never satisfied. He gathers to himself all the nations and takes captive all the peoples. <sighs> Honestly, death is painted in a bad way in the Bible every single time. Especially here. Death is never satisfied. It keeps on taking and taking. It's a greedy mistress. And. Okay. I'm going gonna, to gonna rant here off topic. We got to remember. Who defeated death? Who showed us we have authority over it? We have the Holy Spirit within us. So when we. Our physical body dies. Our physical body's done. We still are alive in spirit. We're still alive in spirit. Jesus Christ defeated death so we can be alive in spirit. No one can take that away from you. You can block it, you can stop it. No, you can't even stop it. You can delay it, but it's going to happen. You're gonna stay alive in spirit. If you try to delay it, it'll push harder. If you try to block it, man, it will go right through you. No blockade. No anything can stop the Holy Spirit from doing what the Holy Spirit does best. And guide the followers of Christ to do his will. (sighs) No matter what, his will be done. Am I? Oh, yes, I am. Will not all of them taunt with him, taunt him with ridicule and scorn saying, "Woe to him who piles up stolen goods and make himself wealthy by extortion. How long must this go on? Will you not your creditors suddenly arise? They will not awake up and make you tremble? Then will you become their prey? Because you have plundered many nations. the peoples who are left will plunder you, for you have shed human blood. You have destroyed lands and cities. Everyone in them. Woe to him who built his house by unjust gain. Setting his nest on high. To escape the clutches of ruin. You have plotted the ruin of many peoples. Shaming your own house and forfeiting your life. Stones of the wall will cry out and the beams of the woodwork will echo it. Well, to him who builds a city with bloodshed, establishes a town by justice, has not the Lord Almighty determined that the people's labor is only fuel for the fire? That the nations exhaust themselves for nothing? For the earth will be filled with the knowledge of the glory of God as the waters cover the sea. Well, to him who gives drink to his neighbor, pouring it from the wineskins till they are drunk, so that he can gaze on their naked bodies, you will be filled with shame instead of glory. Now it's your turn. Drink and let your nakedness be exposed. Um, I do want to point that one out. Drink and let your nakedness expose. Um... Having a whole family. That's full of you know drinks drinkers etc they come in drunk sometimes you know i had full conversation with my grandfather drunk from the bar they do not have a filter the lord is basically saying because you know usually alcohol has some negative by factors in the bible and he is saying you know possibly the alcohol is a metaphor you know it's probably saying okay trying to get extortion out of a man by force to use against them and but the Lord is saying you know give me your pain give me everything you don't want to be exposed do not hide do not hide from me be drunk and have no filter on what you say to me, for I want to help. Whatever sin you're dealing with, whatever adversity you're dealing with, please come to me, for I want to help. Let's continue. So that he can gain. The cup from the Lord's right hand is coming around to you, and disgrace will cover your glory. The violence you have done to Lebanon will overwhelm you, and your destruction of animals will terrify you. For you have shed human blood. You have destroyed lands and cities, and everyone in them. Of what value? An idol carved by a craftsman, or an image that teaches lies. For the one who makes it trusts in his own creation. He makes idols that cannot speak. Woe to him who says to wood, come to life. Or to lifeless stone wake up. Can it give guidance? Is it covered with gold and silver? There's no breath in it. The Lord is in his holy temple. Let all the earth be silent for him. <sighs> that whole that whole what the Lord said is just him saying. You're saying these things that I'm hearing but you're not being patient and allowing me to work but I'm going to promise you I'm going to tell you now that be patient and the good will come be patient and the good will come the righteous will be exalted and the sinners will be humbled no matter who you are, you can still be humbled. No matter what you do, you can still be humbled. I can still be humbled on this mic. The Lord doesn't care where you are, when you are, who you are. So The Lord will humble you if he needs to humble you, especially me. For I am preaching the word. And if I need to be humbled, the Lord will humble me. Because I need to show you that I'm not perfect. I need to show you that the Lord is bigger than me the lord made this podcast possible the lord gave me the will and the courage to do it the lord has given me these words to speak the lord is doing this the lord is the only way this is possible that is a absolute promise i know james says do not make promises but that's a promise the lord made this happen nothing else can make this happen honestly nothing it just shows the Lord can work and that the Lord I, I even humbled myself sometimes on Mike you know I'm thinking about this now I even humbled myself on Mike I just don't want you to see me as a pedestal I do not want you to exalt me higher than anyone I want you to know I make mistakes I cry I need the Lord's forgiveness too. I just want you to know that. I'm not perfect. And I will humble myself on this mic if need be. Just to exalt the Lord. Because it's not me. It's him. Let's continue. Habakkuk's prayer um Habakkuk's complaint what happened to the third one um I guess it was just the like a circle, you know there's only like the first movie and the second movie Godfather 1 Godfather 2 And I'll talk about the third one okay gotta humble myself now <laughs> honestly I didn't watch a lot of the Godfathers like I watched the first one I didn't like it I just heard the second one was better Okay Prayer of Habakkuk the prophet I'm not even going to try to say his name right Someone keeps on telling me Oh yeah it's Levi Lusco Instead of Levi Lusco And I'm like uh, whatever Okay it's already far off I'm not going to do it It's the way I speak So Habakkuk, Habakkuk, whatever Lord I have heard your of your fame I stand in awe of your deeds, Lord. Repeat them in our day, in our time. Make them known. In wrath, remember mercy. God came from this temen, the Holy One from Mount Paran. His glory covered the heavens, and His praise filled the earth. His splendor was like the sunrise. Rays flashed from His hand where His power was hidden. Plague went before Him, Pestilence followed his steps. He stood and shook the earth. He looked and made the nations tremble. He, the ancient mountains crumbled. The angel hill collapsed. But he marches on forever. I saw the tents of the Kushan and distressed by dwelling of Midian and anguish. Were you angry with your rivers, Lord? Were you angry with your r- rivers, Lord? Was your wrath against the streams? Did you rage against the sea when you rode your horses and your chariots to victory? You uncovered your bow. You called your ma- for many arrows. You split the earth with the rivers. The mountains say, saw you and writhe. Torrents of water swept by. The deep roared. And lifted its ways on high, sun and moon stood still in the heavens as the glint of your flying arrows at your lightning of your flashing spear in wrath, you strode through the earth, and in anger, you threshed the nations, you came out to deliver your people to save your anointed one, you crushed a leader of the land of the wickedness you stripped him from head to foot with his o- with his own spear you pierced his head when this w- his warrior stormed out to scatter us gloating us through about to devour the wretched who were in hiding you trampled the sea with your horses churning the great waters i heard And my heart pounded, my lips quivered at the sound, the keg crept into my bones, my legs trembled, yet I wouldn't walt patiently for for the day of the calamity. Though the fig tree does not bud, and there ain't no grapes on the vine, though the olive crop fails, and the field produces no food. Though there are no sheep in the pen, no cattle in the stalls, yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will be joyful in God my Savior. Sovereign Lord is my strength. He makes my feet like the feet of a deer. He enables me to tread on the heights for the director of music on my stringed instruments. Whoa, man. Wow. Okay, what happened? Nothing. I didn't skip the chapter. I didn't skip a verse. I did not skip anything. Nothing happened. You can read it yourself. Nothing happened. You're probably wondering, but didn't he say in chapter two that he was going to find more things to complain about? He did. The Lord answered him. He probably heard the Lord's prayer and he's like, let me think about this more. He was patient with his judgment. Then he's looking back on it. He's like, you know what? The Lord has done me many blessings. Why should I, you know, complain to him, complain about him? Because he just, he's waiting to give me another one. So why whenever someone goes through adversity, I like to think, and I like to say, "Oh, you better, you better keep your arms open because blessings are about to come. The Lord loves those, but He also wants those to think. He doesn't want you to go into his arms in ignorance. He wants you to go into his arms with understanding. He wants, whenever he says something to you, he wants you to think about it. Unless it's a prompt. He wants you to do it. Please do the Lord's prompt. If you don't, you're probably going to regret it. But if it's a word the Lord gives you, think about it. Pray on it. And then you're going to understand. Hey, the Lord has always been good. Why should I complain about him? Because he is not doing my life how I want it we get so blind about the lord's path we make our own we look at our own adversity we're like I could have done this better if we couldn't we're like if we try to fix things as I said in the first episode every single time as a human every single time we try to fix things we just make it worse That's what i want to end off on not try to fix things the lord gives you his hardest battles for the strongest of warriors let me end off with a prayer lord we are here today to understand your will we are here today to um understand that you are patient lord And we need to be more like you, Lord. We need to be more patient and understand that your will will be done if we are willing to wait for it. Lord, we are here to understand that you give the hardest battles to the strongest warriors. Lord, I pray whoever's going through a battle right now, show your face to them, Lord. Give them a nice word to say, hey, keep holding on. And maybe, just maybe... They will keep on holding on and they will keep on going on into their life and they will hold their head up high, not feeling forsaken by you, Lord, but feeling like you're going to do something great, Lord, in their life. Lord, I pray for anyone who is dealing with the same adversity Habakkuk had, give them insight, Lord, to understand that your will takes time. And that everyone will reap what they sow. Jesus, mighty name, I pray. Amen. Man. Oh my. This was a very, very um energetic episode, you know? Like, I never thought of this. First time reading Micah. I can say... I'm not even going to say it, I really like Job, Micah, Jonah, Isaiah, uh, Zephaniah, I really like those prophets, Job wasn't a prophet, Job wasn't a prophet, um, was he? No, uh, (laughs) sorry, um, man, I'm so glad that I had a chance to go to an retreat hosted by Pendel Youth, man. Pendel youth has been so good to me and has blessed me and the Lord has blessed me by allowing me to go and he kind of had me go he forced me to go like first day um of camp I really didn't want to go I was like praying I was literally kind of praying like Lord please don't let me go I don't want to go like I'm also so comfortable in the place I'm in I just didn't want to leave I didn't want to leave that comfort zone That's why I say the comfort zone is kind of dangerous You know Comfortable then why change And then you're just going to go deeper and deeper Into the comfort zone until you don't know who you are anymore That's why I like to say Hey if your um, Church is doing something Do it If your youth ministry is doing If your like youth group is doing something Do it Because man it may change your life And it may change your life for the better It will change your life for better What am I saying Hi. um, I just want to thank you. I want to thank everyone in a winter retreat who made my two, three days there, wonderful. Joanna Reeves, you are an amazing speaker, and man, I hope to see you do amazing things with what the Lord has given you. Like you have given an empowerment speech that cannot be topped. Not even going to question that But man it was amazing I Haven't spoken in tongues like that Ever in my life Peter Reeves I didn't have a podcast Whenever I first started Christianity Though this is just for you Man The Lord's also going to do great things with you The Lord's going to do great things with your family man Just don't worry about it Like come on Um, everyone in Pendel Youth, everyone who attends Pendel Youth, everyone who has done something for Pendel Youth, I know someone who's in the, uh, video department, and man, they're doing great things for God's work. Pendel Youth is doing something absolutely amazing, getting kids' hands dirty with the book, with their kids' hands dirty with the name of the Lord, and it's just amazing. Like I could not be thankful enough for this um, whole ministry just to come together and make this possible, like get people into camp, get people into Spiritor Convention, um, Fine Arts, one retreat. I couldn't possibly imagine a world without it. The Lord has done great things through that ministry. And, like, the Lord's doing great things through my home church. Honestly, my pastor is absolutely amazing. I want for the world. Honestly, he humbles himself just on the mic. He's like, oh, yeah, I do this, I do that. And I just find that to be more sympathetic with him. And that's amazing. I think pastors should do that more. I don't like a pastor who stands on a pedestal and he's like, oh, yeah. You gotta stop this. And then, uh, like, next me- week, you're gonna see him do it again. Like, keep on doing it. I want a pastor who humbles himself. Do not put yourself on a pedestal if there's anyone trying to preach the word listening to this. Do not put yourself on a pedestal. Because then, you're gonna look more godly than your students. And you don't want that as pastor. Let me tell you. I could've Instantly, came out of Christianity because I thought I had to be special. Well, Wasn't as godly as a person who brought me into it. Then it's useless. That's why I humble myself on this mic, so you can see. Hey, yo, if he can do it, if he's still making mistakes and he's still a devout Christian and he still believes God loves him, I know God loves me. Then I can do it. I can like even though I'll make mistakes, it will be all worth it I promise you that even though I make mistakes I do have trouble you know taking my losses, picking up my sticks and saying okay whatever life goes on I do have trouble with that I'm going to be honest with that one but even though it does take me a little while to figure that out I still figure it out still figure out the Lord is with me the Lord loves me And his love will never change because of what I did. The sin doesn't define me. The Lord defines me. Just want to end off with that. Thank you for amazing weekend, Pendel Youth. Thank you for everyone who has been there. And thank you for the people who are possibly looking at this podcast. Because I gave it to them. Possibly looking at this podcast because of Instagram whatever word of mouth whatever thank you because man this uh, the lord is gonna be working through a whole lot of things and i believe it amen amen well if you like this podcast tell it to friends because honestly the lord needs as much help as he can get if you really like this podcast and it really changed your life Follow me on Instagram. Honestly, I just got it. I know. I've been fasting, uh... <laughs> social media for... A nice couple months now. And as soon as I started this podcast... As soon as I left, um, one retreat. I'm like... Okay. I think it's been long enough. How about we, uh, Market it. And this is, like, the whole reason I made this Instagram. It's JJ Helbling. Use the, uh... Arthur, author page, you know, under the, uh, crap, under the actual podcast name to, you know, under, like, try to spell it, because, honestly, I'll be doing more along that line, I'm not going to use it for too much thought-provoking things, like, an actual, pr- like, a prayer will be good for that, I should do that, like, some weekly prayer to do within that, possibly Thursdays but that's a plan for another day but like you know if you like this podcast share it go on my Instagram follow it like it just any way to spread the gospel that's all I'm looking for I just want to make this spread I want to make sure people know about my Lord your Lord our Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth who has died on the cross who has died on the cross Because he doesn't want to see us suffer. He suffered. Because he was suffering. To see us suffer. Have a nice night. God bless and I love you all.